In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dearly beloved, Christ our Lord says in the last chapter of Matthew, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the last chapter of Mark, our Lord promises, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. And the Apostle Peter has written, baptism now saves you. The Word of God also teaches that we are all conceived and born sinful and are under the power of the devil until Christ claims us as his own. Therefore, depart, you unclean spirit, and make room for the Holy Spirit in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Receive the sign of the Holy Cross, both upon your forehead and upon your heart, to mark you as one redeemed by Christ the Crucified. Let us pray. O Almighty and Eternal God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray on behalf of your servant, Zechariah John, who asks for the gift of your holy baptism and desires your eternal grace through spiritual rebirth. Receive him, Lord, according to your promise. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. Now give your blessing to him who asks, and open the door to him who knocks, so that he may obtain the eternal blessing of this heavenly bath, and receive the promised kingdom that you give through Jesus Christ our Lord. Almighty and eternal God, according to your strict judgment, you condemn the unbelieving world through the flood. Yet according to your great mercy, you preserve believing Noah and his family, eight souls in all. You drowned hard-hearted Pharaoh and all his host in the Red Sea, yet led your people Israel through the water on dry ground, foreshadowing this washing of your holy baptism. Through the baptism in the Jordan of your beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, you sanctified and instituted all waters to be a blessed flood and a lavish washing away of sin. We pray that you would behold Zechariah John according to your boundless mercy and bless him with true faith by the Holy Spirit, that through this saving flood, all sin in him, which has been inherited from Adam, and which he himself has committed since, would be drowned and die. Grant that he be kept safe and secure in the holy ark of the Christian church, being separated from the multitude of unbelievers, and serving your name at all times with a fervent spirit 
and a joyful hope, so that with all believers in your promise, he would be declared worthy of eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hear the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. They brought young children to Jesus that he might touch them, but the disciples rebuked those who brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was greatly displeased and said to them, let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands on them, and blessed them. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord preserve your coming in and your going out from this time forth and even forevermore. Amen. Zechariah John, do you renounce the devil? Do you renounce all his works? Yes, I renounce them. Do you renounce all his ways? Yes, I renounce them. Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth? Yes, I believe. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. Yes, I believe. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Yes, I believe. Zechariah, John, do you desire to be baptized? Yes, I do. Zechariah, John, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son 
and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Almighty God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given you the new birth of water and of the Spirit, and has forgiven you all your sins, strengthen you with his grace to life everlasting. In holy baptism, God the Father has made you a member of his Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and an heir with us of all the treasures of heaven in the one holy Christian and apostolic church. We receive you in Jesus' name as our brother in Christ, that together we might have his, hear his word, receive his gifts, and proclaim the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. We welcome you in the name of the Lord. The white garment that you are wearing shows that you have been clothed with the robe of Christ's righteousness that covers all your sin. So shall you stand without fear before the judgment seat of Christ to receive the inheritance prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Receive this burning light to show that you have received Christ, who is the light of the world. Live always in the light of Christ and be ever watchful for his coming, that you may meet him with joy and enter with him into the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which shall have no end. Let us pray. Almighty and most merciful God and Father, we thank and praise you that you graciously preserve and enlarge your family and have granted Zechariah John the new birth in holy baptism and made him a member of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and an heir of your heavenly kingdom. We humbly implore you that as he has now become your child, you would keep him in his baptismal grace, that according to your good pleasure, he may faithfully grow to lead a godly life to the praise and honor of your holy name. And finally, with all your saints, obtain the promised inheritance in heaven through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Again, let us pray. Lord and giver of life, look with kindness upon Joseph and Elizabeth, the father and mother of this child, and upon all our parents. Let them ever rejoice in the gift you have given them. Enable them to be teachers and examples of righteousness for their children, 
strengthen them in their own baptism, that they may share eternally with their children the salvation you have given them. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Peace be with you. Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord.
for the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Comfort and defend us, gracious Lord. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. <laughs> o Lord God, you led your ancient people through the wilderness and brought them to the promised land. Guide the people of your church that following our Savior, we may walk through the wilderness of this world toward the glory of the world to come. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the first Sunday in Lent is recorded in 1 Samuel chapter 17. David took his staff in his hand, and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag in a pouch which he had, and his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. So the Philistine came and began drawing near to David, and the man who bore the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him. For he was only a youth, ruddy and good-looking. So the Philistine said to David, 
Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David that David hurried and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Then David put his hand in his bag and took out a stone, and he slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead so that the stone sank into his forehead, and he fell on his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood over the Philistine, took his sword and drew it out of its sheath and killed him and cut off his head with it. And when the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. This is the word of the Lord. Jesus. 
The epistle is recorded in St. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 6. We then, as workers together with Christ, also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, in an acceptable time I have heard you, and in the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We give no offense in anything, that our ministry may not be blamed. But in all things we commend ourselves as ministers of God, in much patience, in tribulations, in needs, in distresses, in stripes, in imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in sleeplessness, in fastings, by purity, by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Spirit, by sincere love, by the power of the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left, by honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as unknown and yet well-known, as dying and behold we live, as chastened and yet not killed, as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing, and yet possessing all things. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fourth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, afterward he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But Jesus answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. 
Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again the devil took Jesus up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. This day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all Israel may know that there is a God in Israel. This is the word of the Lord. I am well acquainted with the devil for 61 years he has been tempting me. In spite of my familiarity with him, the astonishing thing is how easily I fall prey to his lies, to his deceit. It seems as if no amount of knowledge like reading C.S. Lewis' screw-tape letters concerning how the devil and his demons operate seems to make much of a difference. So there is one thing that I have learned the longer that I live and suffer the assaults of the evil one, and that is this. I have no strength against him. He is like Goliath in the Old Testament reading for today. Full of boast and bravado. And if we were to rely upon our own strength, we would succumb to him. And when we do, and when we yield to temptation, when we believe the lie that God cannot be trusted, then we become like the evil one himself. But David in the Old Testament reading is not merely the anointed for Israel. He is a picture and a type of the anointed one, Christ Jesus, your Savior. And when he comes before Goliath, did you notice what he said to him. You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. The Lord will deliver you into my hand. David is a picture of Jesus, the anointed one. When he says, the Lord will deliver you into my hand, we hear in those words of David what was Jesus' own prayer when he went to the cross. Consider this amazing reality. Not even Jesus relied upon himself. 
Jesus relied upon his Father. Completely. In the face of the onslaught of Satan's temptations, with the weight of the world's sin pressing down upon him, with the condemnation and judgment of the law, with all the accusations of sinful humanity against him, and the blackness of the feeling of separation from God, still he relied upon his Father. Amazing. That's why we follow Jesus. He is our Savior. Not we. He is. In the Old Testament reading, David took five smooth stones. It's not a coincidence. Five in the Old Testament always stands for the law of Moses. He didn't come to destroy the law, but to fulfill. And with one stone, wham, into his forehead, and he levels him to the ground. But he had no sword in his hand. So he takes Goliath's own sword and chops off his head. Here's another amazing and wonderful and delightful proclamation of the mystery of the gospel. By the very word of God that condemns us to sin and death and demands our separation from God and our punishment, by that sword of judgment and accusation, Jesus bears it on the cross, and by that sword, he lops off the head of the evil one. You see, so the seed of the woman not only crushes his head by fulfilling the law for us, doing what we could not do for ourselves, but he also, by the very weapon that Satan uses against us, that he used against Jesus in bearing our sin, the judgment of the law, he satisfies the requirement. You see, when Adam and Eve fell into sin, Satan had every right, according to God's word, they must die, they must be separated from you. And so the Son of God says, yes, man must die, I will become man, I will die man's death. So he fulfills the law, and by the very sword that Satan used against him, he chops off Goliath's head. That means that the victory over Satan is Jesus' victory. And that victory over Satan is what he gives to you and to me in the gospel. So that in our temptations, in our hour of need, when the devil assaults us, the gospel teaches us not to rely upon ourselves, but to rely upon him. So Jesus is our champion in temptation. Today we celebrate Jesus' victory over the evil one. Every time you and I are afraid, every time we are filled with anxiety, Every time we are threatened by terrible sickness. Every time we are threatened by the pangs of a guilty conscience. Every time we feel threats to our earthly possessions, our daily bread, our good name and reputation. The gospel is proclaimed. 
I am your life. I am your salvation. I am your righteousness. I am your champion against every assault of the evil one. Do not be afraid. And by the strength of that promise of the gospel, we learn to pray the words of the Lord's Prayer, deliver us from the evil one. And those words direct us to rely upon Jesus, not upon ourselves. And herein lies the comfort. He never tires of helping, of comforting, of forgiving, of bearing us up in our weaknesses. In the 40-day temptation of Jesus in the wilderness, you have to understand that that is paradigmatic. It's, it's, a, it's a paradigm of what he would face throughout his entire earthly ministry. The constant barrage of Satan's attacks. So our Lord faced Satan in the wilderness. Not just three isolated temptations, but those temptations swirled around over and over and over and over and over again and through all of them. Don't trust God. Make daily bread for yourself. Don't trust God. If suffering is coming into your life, Jesus, it's proof that his angels do not have charge over you, that he has forsaken you. He will not keep you in your ways. And you're sent to the cross? That's proof. Your father does not love you. You don't have to go to the cross. Worship me. I'll give you the whole world. You see, behind all of the temptations that Jesus faced in the wilderness is the same thing that is behind all of the temptations that you and I faced. A temptation is every word and every will and every desire and every inclination that says to us, you can't trust God. He doesn't love you. He's abandoned you. If suffering is a part of your life, it's proof that you're under God's judgment. Take matters into your own hands. Make bread out of stones. Accuse God. Put him to the test. Show him what an evil one he is. Because the worst possible thing we could ever endure is suffering. That's the devil's temptations. And that's what Jesus faced for us. And it came to its fruition when he hung upon the cross. See, Jesus, you don't feel the Father's love any longer. You cannot trust him. See, Jesus, you are forsaken. You can't trust him. See, Jesus, he has turned his face against you. You cannot trust him. In the Garden of Gethsemane, he faced the onslaught. He sweat, as it were, great drops of blood with the weight of the world's sin and that judgment upon him. No one can bear this burden, Jesus. You cannot trust God. He's given you something that is impossible to endure. But as the darkness of our sin and the judgment of God's law against the sinful world descended upon him, he remained steadfast. And to use the words of David in our Old Testament, Jesus said to the evil one, the Lord will deliver you into my hand. God's law against the sinful world descended upon Jesus. The accusations of the evil one 
pierced him through. But he remains steadfast, steadfast in faith, where you and I would have crashed and burned a thousand times over. He remained resolute. Jesus did for Adam what Adam failed to do. Jesus did for you what you and I failed to do. He remained steadfast in the faith, and he trusted in his Father and nothing else. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, Jesus is your champion. Think about that. Your champion. He slew Goliath for you. His faith in his father never wavered. Even though he suffered the horrors of hell itself upon the cross, he remained the man of faith to the end. There is not a temptation that you and I have ever faced or ever will face that Jesus did not endure throughout his state of humiliation because of Jesus' faithfulness unto death. The words of the catechism are true. God tempts no one. God will never, ever say to you, don't trust me. But in the gospel of Jesus, we know he can be trusted. Jesus is our champion, the Goliath slayer, the victor in temptation, our faithful high priest who intercedes for us in our weakness. And you and I don't have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness but one who was in every way tempted as we are yet without sin, that we in the boldness and the strength of his victory might come boldly to the throne of grace in our time of need for forgiveness and by the strength of the absolution remain faithful unto death. In the name of Jesus, The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Let us confess the faith with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of body, and the life everlasting. Amen. In our prayers this day, in addition to those listed in the congregation at prayer, 
We pray for Don Frederich, who will undergo spine surgery this coming Wednesday. I also draw your attention to prayers for those who mourn, particularly the family and friends of Paul Schmidt, not a member of our congregation, but close friend and business partner of Pat Handlos and a frequent supporter of our academy. He died suddenly this past Wednesday. Let us pray. O Lord, you sought Adam and Eve in the garden and called them to repentance. Seek us when we wander from your holy word and give us contrite hearts to confess our sins and receive the forgiveness and restoration you promise us. Lord, in your mercy. Father in heaven, your son trampled the serpent underfoot and freed us from sin and death by his own death on the cross. Protect and preserve all called to preach Christ and him crucified. Command your angels to guard them in all their ways and bear them up for the sake of Jesus. Lord, in your mercy. O oh Lord, you created the home as the place where we are brought up in the ways of truth goodness, and mercy. We rejoice and give thanks to you for the birth of Evelyn Joyce McMiller, daughter of Christian and Mary McMiller. Bring this child soon to the waters of holy baptism to receive the promised inheritance prepared for her. Sustain all parents in their sacred charge and grant that our homes would be places of confession and forgiveness of sins. Lord, in your mercy. O Lord, you have established earthly authorities to punish evil and praise those who do good. Bring to an end the war between Ukraine and Russia. Grant our rulers humble hearts to resist the allure of power and to worship you alone. Establish peace in our world according to your will. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, your Son was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to suffer temptation for our sake. Strengthen us when we are tempted and teach us to rely upon Jesus, upon his word, as our defense against the evil one. Lord, in your mercy. O oh Lord, we give thanks to you for the baptisms of Phoebe and Zechariah this morning. We also pray for Sarah Piper, Allison Meehan, Abigail Bender, Kevin Gearock, James Delyden, James Kirk, and Christine Franklin celebrating baptismal birthdays this week. Preserve and keep them in the true faith. Comfort them with the gospel of peace and grant them in your appointed time a de faithful departure from this veil of tears. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, send your holy angels to protect and keep us in your ways, that no evil may befall us. Graciously behold the needy, the sick, and the troubled. Especially we pray for Dawn undergoing serious spinal surgery this Wednesday. Mary McMiller recuperating from a cesarean section. 
Dennis Michaelis, cousin of Verla Gatchel, in treatment for cancer. Gabby Hartwig, who has had a reoccurrence of childhood cancer. Mike Ferguson, Peyton Locklear, Jamelyn Martin, Kathy Miller, Heather Peters, and Josiah Berenger, all in various stages of treatment for cancer. Bring healing according to your will. Satisfy us with long life. Show us your salvation. And grant to them and to the members of their families peace under the cross of physical infirmity. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, you covered the shame of our first parents with animal skin and thereby foreshadowed the perfect sacrifice of the shedding of your son's blood by which we are cleansed and clothed. Give us repentance and faith that we may receive your son's body and blood for the forgiveness of all our sins. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, we give thanks to you for the life of our brother and friend, Paul Schmidt. Grant comfort to his widow and to all who mourn his death with the sure and certain promises of the gospel of his Savior, Jesus Christ, who suffered and died for him and who promises resurrection to eternal life for all who die in the faith. Lord, in your mercy. Lord God, Heavenly Father, you have given us refuge from the world in the body of Christ. Protect us from all evils of body and soul, that we would find rest in this life and eternal rest in your heavenly embrace. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. up your hearts. We give thanks to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who overcame the assaults of the devil and gave his life as a ransom for many, that with cleansed hearts we might be prepared joyfully to celebrate the Paschal Feast in sincerity and truth. Therefore, with angels and archangels, 
and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying... Blessed are you, Lord of heaven and earth, for you have had mercy on those whom you created and sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive Renew and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood as he bids us do in his own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers. Deliver and preserve us. To you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
us pray. O God, the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. And we ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled constantly to serve you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.